This podcast contains adult language and crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. I've been attending a program in my community, and so to get to it, there is this long hallway I have to walk down. And I don't know why, and I can't quite explain the smell, but it consistently smells like this weird mixture of chocolate, crayons, and ass. Like, I don't want to know how that came to be. Frolls! Balls! They're everywhere! Brawls Balls, the World of Warcraft podcast with a dirty mind and a clean behind. Hosted by Bentolis, Gershom, and Wooly. What's up, swingers? From the TBHQ in the grizzly lands of Wisconsin, that's Thrall's Balls headquarters. Try to keep up. Welcome to Thrall's Balls, episode 126. I'm Wooly, the foul-mouthed who fucking knows until Thursday when we do our draft. Although, my background is mostly warlock. And here with me is Gershom, the sassy-ass beast mastery hunter. We also have Bentolis, a resident raw-mogging jack-of-all-trades. Hi, guys. What's up, swingers? What is up, swingers? Uh, I will have a new main as of next Thursday, which I will get more into when we talk about what we've been doing. Yeah, we're... All really excited for that. Uh, oh, Willie, are you participating in that? Sorry. Oh, hell yes, I am. Oh, oh awesome. Okay. Yeah, you guys will talk about I it then because so I know you excited. touched on it last week, but yeah, that sounds fun. I can't wait to hear about it. Yeah. On today's show, we've got a butt ton of news to share. Orcs have become a mixed drink, and we have some Void Lord Old God trivia to share as well. I don't believe we've done that topic specifically before. Uh, so what have we been up to in WoW, you guys? Bench, you want to start with this awesome thing that we're that we're doing? Yeah, so Cocky Company uh, finally achieved our AOTC run um, last week. Um, so congratulations, everyone who got that with us. And now, as part of a way, instead of you know going in and you know doing the raids on our veins, typically we just quit and do other stuff until the next tier to you know foster a little bit you know people playing the game more and keeping our raid night live we're actually doing a draft raid in which um everyone will spin the wheel and get assigned a random spec there will be wild specs so that you could steal from other people but everyone basically is going to be at the mercy of a wheel they're going to spin it and get assigned a role in the class it's really exciting. We have a. We actually had a lot of people join for the classic people who play. They're playing like three times a week, and it's nice. We actually have a lot of um, classic people signing up. You know, a way to try retail, and I think it's a good move for our guild. Uh, the guild suffers from making decisions and picking mains, so I think the we, you know, the element of everyone just spinning a wheel, having it assigned, I think is really appealing to everyone. So yeah, we're looking forward to it, and if it's a success, we could possibly see it used in uh the faded season potentially uh you know maybe we'll do it every year i don't know what i particularly like about it is that roles are kind of up for uh spin too like i i've by and large played dps uh it could very easily throw me into a healing role and i'll be like ooh, let's try this out but yeah grab yeah 
Oh, the only rule is you cannot play something that you mained um, last year. But, like, for me, it really doesn't apply because I played a lot of things. Um, but, like, for example, like, Pakish, who's primarily played most healing priest his whole life, he's rated. Uh, like, we made an exception for him. Like, he's just not allowed to play priest. He has to play a completely different class. Since it but typically, but like for example, like though, like like I played Arcane Mage, right? So if Arcane, if Arcane Mage was like quote unquote my main, I could still play Fire or Frost Mage if that's what the wheel decides. I just cannot play Arcane. What if, because the options disappear from the wheel? What if Pakish or Pakish? I've never known how, how to say his name. Lands on Priest and it disappears from the wheel. How do how do we fix that? Oh, we'll just make him reroll. So if like, he rolled like a priest spec, then we can, or you can manually just keep it on the wheel, and we oh, can just okay. we, not, we could just roll the spec wheel for him again. Fair, fair. I mean, I I did a couple of mock drafts, and I could tell you like nobody yet has gotten exactly what they played last year. Um, people have gotten you know the same class, different spec, but nobody's gotten a one to one match. I mean, you did get, uh, it wasn't last year, but you did get Flurpy on a Destro lock. Oh boy. It's funny <laughs> because you both, you got Warrior twice in a row and he got Warlock twice in a row, but you both got different specs. So like one of them, you were Fury, the other, you were Arms. And for him, one of them, he was Destro, one he was Demo. If y'all remember way, way back when we were talking about, um, fucking shit, what raid was that? that I was a warrior. Castle Nathria. I could not wrap my head around that class. I just couldn't. It. I, if I get warrior, I'm going to have to do some heavy, heavy research. I tried that Fury Warrior too. I got him to like 10 and I was like, this is fucking lame. Like I didn't want to leave the expedition aisle. I'm like, I'm going to go out in the open world and just get like rolled on, son. Like I don't, I, and I know it's like, they're like big and scary and i don't know i just couldn't get it either it felt slow to me it felt weird they don't get good it. until le later on when you get most of your abilities it just felt like it was just like chunk, chunk yeah they chunk. warriors have always been the hardest class to level yeah it's actually a lot of people actually level arms because they have a lot of like passive regen because of the way they play well my impression my thought and I don't know if I'm wrong or what, but like, I felt like the fury, like the dual wielding maybe would feel a little more like roguish or like DPS, like it would have like some flurries in there or something, you know, and it just didn't feel the way I expected it to feel at all. I guess that's all I can say about that. Hey, do, you, do you still, are you still allowed to do a boost? Like you do like trial class at max level still? I think you can yes, like you can. trial it, yeah. So, Gershon, I recommend you go, like, do a trial of a warrior at level 60 because what you just described is exactly how it plays at, at that high level. You just need to get through the shitty level experience. So, like, my thing with that, though, is, like, I mean, I will do it. I'm not speaking against it. I'm just saying that, like, also, like, when I've done that before, like, I, I wanted to see if, like, oh, if it's true, like, I really don't know how to play a priest. So, like, I did that. I did, like, a class trial and I did the priest. And then I was, like, getting confused because it, like, drops all your spells on your face, like, immediately. Because, like, say you got a boost, you know, so you get all your spells slammed right away. And I think there's something really 
um, like organic and fun about getting to know your rotation and getting to know your spell book. So like that threw me off too. Like I'm kind of against like buying a 60 or buying a boost because you just, the leveling is part of it. Cause I don't mind leveling. It's not my favorite thing to do, but like, it's all right. But like on the warrior, I mean, we've gone on long enough, but it's just, oof, it was not for me. Yeah, no matter which one I get, which one I get on the wheel, there's going to be a component of leveling. If it's one I don't have on Thrall already, because I'm making the character on Thrall, like I'm not going to use from a different server. Um, if it's one I don't already have on there, I've got some work to do. Either way, I think I do. Um, I guess this kind of naturally flows into what I've been up to. Every time I've logged in, I have felt a little... Uh, what do I do now kind of syndrome um since this draft is coming up and I didn't know what I was going to be playing I was like well what can I do so I have been hopping on my one shaman Waloric. I used my uh war within boost on him and I've been kind of just grinding renown a little bit because I want the drake armor which is I think it's 25 renown with um Veldraken Accord so that's been a bit of a pain in the ass i hate grinding renown i kind of wish we had the plus one renown item things that we had in shadowlands i know i know saying something that we had in shadowlands that i wish we had now might be a little controversial just saying kind of wish i had that um other than that though most of the time when i've logged in I've just been kind of flying around in the old world because it's it, it's still weird to me, like to do dragon flying, it, dragon riding around like Orgrimmar. It's though, it's bitching though. But I mean, not to interrupt you, sorry, but I can see um like there are places where it's hard to do it. Like you're not gonna get anywhere in that like tunnel in Orgrimmar. Like you can't oh, jump no. up and fly in there. Like when you're coming out of the portal room, like that area where Anixia's head goes and all that stuff. Like you try and drag and fly out of there and you're just like bonk, like right on the ceiling immediately. The turn radius is way too uh solid. Yeah. I had a confession to make. I was really high the other night and I didn't realize that you can uh you can fly in the new world. So like I had a mini panic attack because I was like going to Waycrest Manor. You know how like you spawn on the top of that hill and I came on my yeah. dragon flight. So typically before you would you know you can't fly so you just fall to your death. And I started like freaking out laughing and someone I was running keys with it's like, oh no, you could drag a flight now. And like, I literally was about to hit the ground and I hit like my two button, which shoots me in the air and I was able to glide there. It was pretty cool. That's funny as shit. Yeah, like I um, I discovered, you know how the, the uh, journey from Orgrimmar to Thunder Bluff is a pain in the ass, right? Either you got the, um, the blimp that takes for fucking ever or the flight point that takes for fucking ever or you portal hop through the cities. I discovered that dynamic flight from Orgrimmar to Thunder Bluff takes like a minute, maybe two. It's fucking cool. You can get there faster now. I don't know. And they slowed it down, right? It, it is it 80%. Like 80 it is 80% of the max speed of what dragon flight, dragon yeah. riding is. And that's because the zones would be too unforgiving you'd go through uh -huh. them too quickly because they did, were designed without dynamic flying in mind obviously like 20 and it's <laughs> still fast it still feels fast i like it 
I just did it a little bit when I was trying to do the worgen thing a couple weeks ago. I think I posted a screenshot. I was like, oh, cool. I'm like dragon flying in the old world. It was pretty neat. You know, I don't have this in the in the news, so I'll just bring it up now. Did you see at all in the worgen thing? I didn't do it myself. I just saw stuff on the internet. Somebody was really tired when they were designing quests and wrote Queen Callie Amenethil in one of the quests. No, so I, I saw something floating around on Twitter about that, but I didn't know what people were talking about. I've been a little a bit typo. offline this week. Yeah. So I, so some dev wrote Queen. Oh, like as a spoiler, like we were either, thinking she might be. Well, either they were um, just tired and made a simple typo, or they accidentally revealed something and it was because they were tired. I don't know. I thought it was funnier that they called her the pallid lady. I'd never seen that. Cause like Sylvanas is the dark lady and I guess cause she's like all light forged. She's like the pallid lady. Do you ever yeah, see that? Yeah, like, gray. Like a like that's a That's a weird choice of words though for a title. Like I understand your skin is gray, but I don't know. It just struck me as funny. I low key hope I get Death Knight for the draft raid because my Death Knight is a Forsaken, and I feel like a Forsaken Death Knight is the exact mirror image of a human paladin, and I think that's really cool. All right. Well, Gershom, you said you were offline a little bit, but when you were on, what did you do this week? Um, well, I did my, my things. I did my, my weekly things. I kind of ran in, running into a little bit of like, what do I do now, sort of, like now that the little patch half patch and stuff is like over we've done all that um so i did my weekly stuff i got some really good upgrades on gershom um my bow and so i was missing the one piece i was missing was a trinket i got that out of like um i think my raid my raid piece one of my weeklies and then somewhere else oh for super bloom i got a bow that took my dps from like 464 to like 625 i mean i literally got like 34 item levels on this fucking bow and i can continue to upgrade it so that was insane that felt really good and if i thought i was like face melting before i'm totally face melting now so that was fine um i did some cat at time walking and ended up getting enough of the currency from that for the last mount so there's not a mount for the kata but I need one more time walking mount, y'all, and it's the Legion Hippogriff. So when Legion comes around, that part of my journey will be over, which is really weird because I know like Craig a lot, especially teases me like, oh no, you're just Craig. a straight farmer. Craig. <laughs> but uh, he's like, nah, you're not even a casual, you're just a farmer. But when I do come up on like, I'm coming to the tail end of these big farms, it does feel weird. Like I remember, I think the last time I felt this way was probably like, um when i was closing in on like the 100 reps for instance like that's a long time you know and it's like weird like it's nostalgic like wow i'm done with all these mounts and i even have the um the one that's a drop that's really cool the black guy the transparent wings what's his name infinite time oh Reaver, the infinite time like Reaver, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so well. i got him a couple years ago so I, when I get, when Legion comes around, I have enough tokens to buy the Legion Hippogriff and I'll be all done with those mounts. So no reason to do Hell time walking, yeah. except that it's a really fun way to level alt. And then what else? Um, 
My trading post was like hot as fuck. Obviously, everyone's freaking out about the Valentine's clothes, whatever. I don't even want to talk about stupid people who say stupid things about clothes that no one cares. Um, so I got the, there was like a lot of mounts, right? I got the rocket mount and I got the forever fox, the pink one. I didn't buy the purple one, whatever. That's the, the RMT one. Um, and then I got like the wooden man, the thing that turns me into like the wooden man. And I got a bunch of clothes. Everything was pink this time, pink and purple. So I got like the dress and the cape and the shoulders. And that's the wrong because I like all that stuff. So um, and then in the trading post, I have to give a shout out to Immune because we finally figured out how to unfreeze things. <laughs> how to? So like I was having this trouble where like I would freeze something and then I couldn't freeze anything else. I couldn't like change my mind or unfreeze the thing that I'd frozen. Bro, this is the oldest ass, spaghetti ass, fucking coding ass bullshit. You have to drag the thing that you want down into the freeze box. You don't click it. There's no freeze button. Like, wouldn't that be simple or may have some sense? No, like even slide was like, we were in the discord and he was like, it's the dumbest thing. Like I would never have thought of that. So shout out to those boys over there. Cause they finally helped me unfreeze a mount that I'd already bought that was remaining frozen. And then I was able to freeze something else that I wanted. So yay. Oh, Funny story about know. that. The first thing I did was drag it down there because I, I don't know. It was oh, just the first thing that came to I my mind. It never occurred to me. I was just looking for know. a button and I'm like, I have this weird like brain thing where like my brain will get stuck and I can't think of a way out of the problem. Same. Like if I continue to try and solve a problem, I'll keep doing the wrong thing. And it's really hard for me to like, think of a different way to do it. You know what I mean? So like, if I, if I'm stuck looking for a button, my brain is like, there's got, there's gotta be a button somewhere. There's no other way. It's, it's the dumb, it, it's whatever. My brain but does I'm glad that I figured I'm having it out. an anxiety attack. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, and then what else? I just, wrapped wrap it up real quick um oh i did a follower dungeon finally i did no coup defensive which like i hadn't ever been able to do and this feels really fun um so overall like we don't need to get over it i don't know if you guys have like done a bunch of or any of the follower dungeons or if you have a nope. reason to like maybe not but um i did it and i thought it was really cool i and I like that, you know, basically the Noku defensive, the trouble I was having was like when you're flying in the beginning and you have to go land like by the mobs and there's like little mini bosses and then there's the big boss. I was always like, because of my vision, honestly, flying too fast, going too far, landing in packs where like my team wasn't there and dying. And I was just like, wow, this, I guess I'm gonna have to come back and do this like next expansion or something to get it done. No, follower dungeons allowed me to do that. I was able to wrap up the Sojourner titles, the Sojourner of Unarmed Plains that I've been missing just over that one dungeon. So that was pretty cool. Um, it takes a long time though. Like when Captain Garrick's like walking you around, she definitely takes like her sweet time. There's like the little button you push to put her in charge. And she's like, you'll be safe with me. And you go wandering off. But like, if these dudes do not want to take the long way, like everywhere, believe me, they will take the long way. So it took a long time. I'd say the whole no coup offensive probably took me like, 25 minutes which feels like a really long time for a normal dungeon but it's okay because i got it done so it's fine and then oh i wrapped up well i didn't wrap up my week i actually started my week because i did this on wednesday and this was kind of a surprise i didn't tell you guys but um i recorded with dave i did an interview with solo queue over on solo queue oh, yeah. i uh with read dave. through the lines I on think twitter knew. and yeah. saw that 
Yeah, we were dropping some little spoilers on Twitter about it and stuff, just kind of teasing it out there. So um, I spoke to him today. He said he's hoping that'll drop like today or maybe in a couple days. So if you guys want to run over, if you haven't checked out Dave over on Solo Queue yet, he's really amazing. I'm really glad he's part of our community. He's very funny. He's very nice. And he was an absolute pleasure to talk to. So go check out Solo Queue. It's got me. And Hell that's it yeah. for the week. Yeah, that's it. We had, we had a lot of fun. Dave's good people. He's good folks. Yeah, so Nookud takes a little bit anyway. That's why um, there is a shortcut toward the end that they don't intend you to take, but people take every time because otherwise it takes for fucking ever. So it's yeah, it's a that long one. And I felt like Altheris was very long too. No, Theris no. is super long. I it's weird. Yeah, I don't do it for that specific reason. Also because dungeons with pugs give me anxiety, but. It, Spoiler, when I said in the cold open that I've been attending a program in my community, it's about anxiety and mental health and all that. So I have been learning tools to get me over that hump. So Dungeoneer Wooly is upcoming. Onwards and upwards. Good for you for taking control of that. You can Onwards do it. and upwards, like an erection. Uh -huh. Kind of like the wooden man that we got at the trading post. Can I just have one of those in real life? Can I just like have one of those dudes just standing in my house? What just I don't understand wooden, is why like they made that. Man. Uh, why they put the wooden man in the game with a with a tinier wooden man? You know, a little wiener. No, didn't land. Okay. No. <laughs> no, it didn't. Sorry. <laughs> oh, also speaking of the trading post, listen. I, I don't want to talk about it much, but I looked at the trading post. I saw what was in it, and I'm like, I don't like any of this. And then I did something else. I didn't get all butthurt on Twitter. There's bigger problems. Chill out. Anyway, shall we move on to the WoW news? I think we should. Motherfuckers. Time for WoW news. Motherfuckers. All right. So let's get the biggest thing out of the way. Um... In the wake of Mike Ybarra and Adam, uh, crap, Al, Al, Alan Adam something. I, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I knew your name and I forgot it. But in the wake of them leaving, we have a new Blizzard president. Her name is Johanna or is it Joanna? I don't know. Johanna Fairies. And she sent an email to all Blizzard employees and I am honestly glad they got somebody in there this quickly. But she said, I'm going to just read this whole thing. Dear Blizzard, though my official first day with you all is February 5th, I want to let you know immediately that, the, that it is an honor to join you next week in this new capacity. I do so humbly and in awe of all that Blizzard has stood for and delivered to the world for over 30 years. Today also brings some mixed emotions. The loss of talented teammates in recent days is hard to hold side by side with the immense excitement I feel about joining Blizzard and building on the momentum you've created for Blizzard's next chapter. I want to thank Matt for the introduction, bring some further clarity to today's announcement, and share more about how I see our future together at Blizzard. I understand this is a lot to take in. The news of my appointment may, do may no doubt bring up a range of reactions, questions, and even concerns. 
Activision, Blizzard, and King are decidedly different companies with distinct games, cultures, and communities. It is important to note that Call of Duty's way of waking up in the morning to deliver for players can often differ from the stunning games in Blizzard's realm. Uh, side note from Wooly in that Call of Duty doesn't do that. Ha! Just saying. Just saying. You're, you're giving us fucking fortunes keep. We want for Dansk. God damn it. Anyway. Uh, stunning games in Blizzard's realm, each with different gameplay experiences, communities that surround them, and requisite models of success. I've discussed with this with the Blizzard leadership team, and I'm walking into this role with sensitivity to those dynamics and deep respect for Blizzard as we begin to explore taking our universes to even higher heights. I am committed to doing everything I can to help Blizzard thrive with care and consideration for you and for our games, each unique and special in their own right. I'm optimistic about our ability to serve our current and future player communities and to further amplify the shared passion for greatness, polish, and creative mastery that is a hallmark of Blizzard's approach to game making. Um, I'm not going to uh, read the next paragraph because it's just kind of dry and has to do with her meeting people face to face and such uh, i do want to include this though a few personal facts about me my number one job in life is raising two amazing boys in addition to parenthood a typical week for me includes finding time for daily yoga and prayer and of course playing video games big diablo 4 fan over here throughout the joy i find in games and working with those who make them only deepens and the reason I wanted to read that, I'm not going to finish this post because it's like one more. It's just a conclusion after that. The reason I wanted to read that is people seem to think that because, yeah, she's got that uh, Call of Duty background, but she's also got an NFL background. People seem to be only, tar only focusing on the NFL. She plays video games. All right. That's just why saying. I was shocked when I read this because I like I seemed like people's main anxiety was that the president of blizz didn't really like or play video games and i'm like i don't know where people are getting this yeah i don't understand like i saw a bunch of threads and then a lot of people were like and myself included honestly i ended up finding my way to the article because everyone was reposting um true villain manny's post about it and you know of course like he's gonna put that sort of stuff and you know I trust him as a source so I I clicked on the link and I read the thing and I'm like why is everyone saying this and then a lot of people were like oh thank you Manny for like clearing up the situation it's like okay yeah thank you Manny but why was that even a thing or am I just yeah. like completely lost like where did that rumor even start that she wasn't a gamer because I don't get it because they could have named Jesus fucking Christ the president of Blizzard and someone within the WoW community would have been pissed off about it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, absolutely. of course. Well, that goes without saying. Our lovely, lovely community, we love you so much. But, yeah, I just thought the whole thing was weird. I was like, she plays video games. What are you guys talking about? Whatever. That's another thing where I was like, y'all on the internet over here are talking a lot of shit this week. I don't know. It's just like a lot of weird, like, trash. She's not even officially started the game yet. How can anyone decide if she's good or not i mean it's so yeah. ridiculous like i i would not want to be like so f in nearly that kind of forward-facing position as her it's like you say something you type a word on twitter and everyone just like tears it to fucking pieces like that's one crazy thing about these gamer kids that i don't know also i'm just gonna say it 
there's an element of sexism and racism going on here. There is, because people are calling her a diversity hire, and that's fucking stupid. So, I I am sad to see Mike Ybarra gone, because I think he was very good for Blizzard. But I'm also very optimistic about Joanna, because the main point I got from this message she sent to ABK is that she wants to allow those teams to continue to function as they see fit with their own philosophies. And I think that's great. We very easily could have got a micromanager up in there who was like, all right, your pacing is too fast. You need to slow down or whatever. So I'm optimistic about this. It seems like she knows what she's doing. Like, yeah. of course, wouldn't, you know, to anyone to to actually think like ABK is just going to operate with impunity. That is wrong. I think I think Microsoft's doing what's correct here. And they're probably just going to observe how Blizzard operates for a year or two. And I think from there, they'll have a pretty good idea to say, hey, this works, this doesn't. And then their operations team from there will be able to say, you know, we can do the X, Y, and Z to make you guys, you know, X, Y more productive. I think it was a good, I, I mean, listen, she didn't have to do this. I think she touched on a lot of the things that people were concerned about. And more importantly, I think she kind of, which I don't think, you know, I liked your bear. I did, Dottie did a good job. Um, you know, she really kind of touched on like a human element. Like she's not just like corporate suit. Like I think a lot of people seems, look at act. She seems very approachable, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I only tangentially related, but it, with Microsoft kind of letting them run how they're running, observing, I do sort of hope this is not even wow. I do sort of hope they look at Call of Duty and they're like, hey, you, you guys got a ship with more polish because things are buggy. What's wrong with Call constantly. of Duty? I don't oh, play Call of Duty. constant bugs. The, constant well, the problem bugs. with Call of Duty, though, is it's a little bit of a different market because there's too many. Like, I hear what you're saying, right? But at the same time, you look at it from their perspective, people are just going to buy it. They don't give a shit. It's the new Call of Duty. That's my They're problem. not going to care. Yeah. That's what I'm saying is I do honestly believe it would be better for Activision's bottom line to pay closer attention to what players want in Call of Duty. Like, for fuck's sake, um, if people might not know at all what I'm talking about, so I'm going to talk about Call of Duty briefly on this World of Warcraft podcast. In Warzone, specifically, um, ever since it went away, we have wanted Verdansk back, which is ironic because at the time we were ready to move on from it. Verdansk was the original Warzone map. And since then, they finally got rid of that terrible caldera. We have a new one, Urzikstan, it's pretty good. But they're bringing back a map that we didn't have very long called Fortune's Keep. And it's fine, but it's not what the players have been asking for. The players have wanted Rebirth, which is coming back, and Verdansk, which they have made no, no indication of. My my problem is I don't believe they listen to their players. Or if they do, they just say, fuck it, we're going to do what we want anyway. And I'm hoping Microsoft sort of says, hey, look what, look what changed for Blizzard when they started taking direction a little more from the players. If that makes sense at all. I mean, as someone who doesn't play Call of Duty, yeah, that makes sense in, in the capacity. You explained it very well. I think as far as um, 
Ms. Terry is concerned, I think definitely I'm like, not even cautiously, very optimistic. Obviously, I'm glad that they mm -hmm. put a woman into place, but I'm also not the kind of person who's going to be like, yeah, just put any old woman. Like, she obviously has a pedigree and can do things that I cannot do. I don't think that they would even consider her for position of something like president if she didn't have the resume to back it up. I think she can do it. I think she seems very approachable. And I just hope to fucking Christ over all things that Blizz stops fucking around with these poor women that work just as hard as men and stop treating them like shit, stop paying them less. Please do it right, Blizzard, please. Like we have a female president, this is great. This could be great. This could be the thing that puts out all the little fucking dumpster fires that are still burning on Twitter because people are still so fucking mad about all this shit that went down. Like, yeah, it's smoothing out, but people are mad and people are hurt and people are hurt. So I think, feel like this is a step in the right direction. I feel like, with a strong like female presence as long as they treat her well and they treat her with respect this could be really 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 good for blizz and the players and i hope i'm just hoping it turns out well for everyone for joanna too you know like like welcome to our community thank you thanks for reaching out to us so i don't know i just wish her the best i really do hell yeah all right moving forward with the news blizzard has clarified something um previously people had I think it was on Wowhead data mined some evidence that looked like the Corcoran Warwolf, which was previously the uh, ahead of the curve um, mount from shit. What was it? Siege of Orgrimmar. Um, there was some data mining that looked as though that was going to head to the trading post. And people were very split on that. Just as many people were saying, no, don't do that. I worked hard for that as there were saying, oh, cool. Now I can get it. Uh, but Blizzard, get, but Blizzard clarified that that's not going to happen. They said at this time, we do not plan to offer mounts or other skill based prestige rewards from achievements such as cutting edge or ahead of the curve or gladiator in the trading post. Um, looking at this, um, I don't think it's a backpedal. One, because they never said anything about it. It was data mined. But two, it seemed, like I said, just as many people hated the idea as there were those who liked it. Personally, I don't want to see AOTC mounts on the trading post. And that's coming from someone who is still upset that he didn't get the uncorrupted void wing from um, Nihilotha. It, it just, I didn't earn it when it came. And if people saw it on the trading post and me flying around on it, 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 it does, it would no longer say I got AOTC. It would say I had 700 tendies. So I'm personally in favor of this not being on the trading post, but I can sort of see other angles too. I, I think it's the right move for Blizzard not to do that. Um, and also want to remind everybody, this is why data mining should always be taken with a grain of salt. Never take it as gospel. Moving more to the next idea. This is pretty cool. Warcraft 1 and 2 are on the Battle.net shop. So Warcraft Orcs and Humans and Warcraft 2 Tides of Darkness. You can now pay $5.99 US and, and $9.99 US respectively for Orcs and Humans and Tides of Darkness. Uh, and you can have it on there and you can download them and you can play through them uh, a lot of people like myself have watched novels videos and gotten the idea of the story that happened then 
but I think playing through it will have a different impact. Personally, because I'm unemployed, I can't really justify spending even that little on this right now. Uh, but I'm excited for when I can because I want to play it. I think this is a better idea than remastering it and putting it out or whatever. Because as much as Warcraft 3 Reforged um, is just fine after they fixed the problems that it shipped, uh, it left people with a bad taste in their mouth because of the problems. This gives the people who played their nostalgia factor, as well as it gives those of us who didn't play it, a more authentic look at it. It's for that same reason that when I play, on the rare occasions that I go play StarCraft, I don't want to play any remastered StarCraft. I want the original shitty graphics. So cool. $5.99 for Orcs and Humans, $9.99 for Tides of Darkness, and that is USD. Y'all ready to go do some work, work. Zug, some zug. digital, pixelated work, ass work, work. Yeah, all oh, work. <laughs> That's where that came from, the orcs, the orcs and humans. That's where they got that voice line from when you and were building World your of camp, Warcraft right? came out and they're like, oh shit, we need to fix this because people think orcs are dumb now. Oh shit. Oh, look at this guy. He's speaking in complete sentences. Uh, okay. Where did I, I lost my spot? Okay. Two more things are now on the uh, Blizzard, the Battle.net shop that might interest some people. The first is the Magical Merc Morpher. That is a toy that turns you into a random murloc for 20 minutes. And anybody in your party or your raid can also partake of this if they so desire. Like I said, this lasts 20 minutes, um, but then you gotta wait another 40 minutes to do it again. It's got a 60 minute cooldown. And that is $10 US. Go ahead and translate that to whatever your local currency is. Then the other thing is, Gershom, you hinted at this before, is the Twilight Pack. That is a transmog and a mount bundle. The mount is these Twilight Sky Prowler. So it's this purple fox that can fly and it's got a little heart on its forehead. And the Twilight Witch transmog which is all purpley, looks witchy, with a heart on the belt and the hat. Now, obviously, because of that heart, there are going to be people out there who, because of those alone, won't want it. I'm one of them. I don't really feel the need to have that. I just scroll past. It's, a, it's no problem, because there's an audience for it. just happens not to be me. So Clearly... Well, clearly Blizz is trying to misgender you and make you clearly. like female things or something. Come on, dude. Wooly with an eye. <laughs> <laughs> so shit. then that pack is $30 USD. Okay. So I already said my piece about, I, I said it a few times about if you don't like something that's in the game, you don't have to participate in it. Moving on to some sad news. Um... The Rathian statue that had been put up for pre-order has been canceled. It was a $350 cost and it was showcased in November. I think I saw it at BlizzCon, I'm pretty sure. And unfortunately they had to cancel this because there were what they called challenges with production. That could really mean anything. It could be like the supply chain fucked up. It could be the cost of production was too much versus how much it would cost. Might not have been worth the company's money. I don't know. 
Aren't those statues usually quite a bit more expensive than $350? Wasn't this Sylvanas one like 800 bucks or some shit? I don't know. I don't I know. Never, never mind. Just a weird, interesting point. I, don't, I thought three hundred and fifty dollars yeah. was a good price, but maybe that's part of what they ran into. Maybe they offered it too cheaply and bit off more than they could chew or something. Yeah. I mean, I'm about to have a small child in my house. I'm not gonna put something that's expensive that the kid can break. Other than I already have my Xbox, but whatever. You will never. You're about to have a small child in the house. You will never see three hundred and fifty dollars in one place again, unless it's either your fucking grocery bill at Walmart or like what you just paid for diapers or daycare or something it's yeah don't worry about it <laughs> save your money Shit. i'll be lucky <laughs> if i ever see my xbox again because i what i imagine is going to happen in my free time is i'm going to have to make a choice between my xbox and wow because i'll only have time for one and of course the choice is going to be wow come on uh, and so i think i think Wooly will help help for you a lot when you have a kid because it seems like you struggle with the same thing i do which is like time management you just need to like you know bake out like a schedule and you know i think if you just like said hey i'm gonna play this game for like an hour a day i think that would help you a lot yeah could probably uh so blizzard does hope to be able to offer this statue again they hope the issue can be resolved for the moment doesn't look like it can be so they're refunding everybody and giving everyone 30 days free game time and then something kind of neat that i hope i can take advantage of even though i don't have prime i'm hoping i can get like a free trial to get this captain crackers is a free pet for prime gaming subscribers now he's previously on the battle.net shop and if you claim this offer between january 30th of 2024 and February 27th, you'll get the Captain Crackers pet. And he's this little pirate parrot. He's got this little pirate hat. And if you slash whistle at him, he lands on your shoulder. I made a little Volpera rogue that I named Bite Chew. He's gonna bite you. And I dressed him up like a pirate. If I can get this pet, it'll be complete. He'll have a little pirate uh, parrot on his shoulder. Uh, yeah. Ooh, lost my spot. I already had that pet. I think we're up to the drink. I want that pet. I want it. Yeah. If I don't, if cutie. I can't get it from Prime, I'll eventually just buy it. It's like what, ten bucks? So a long, long, long. I think he is like ten bucks. Yeah. Um, a long, long, long time ago, we interviewed with an RL friend of mine named uh, Catbutt. Remember? She goes by Was Kappa, that really that long her real ago? name's Emily. It, if I think it must have been like over a year ago. I was just I'm chatting with her the other day. While you talk. Either way, she bought she uh she bought me that for like one of my birthdays or something. So I've had that guy, but he's super cute. I want him so bad. Like my if I could have an eye patch and a pirate hat at the same time, I absolutely would. Cause my little Volpera pirate guy, he he'd be cool. Okay, let's look for this. How long ago was Cat Butt? Okay, it was before episode 100, huh? Yeah. Damn, that was a while ago. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm seeing some of these fucking... Episode 87 was Cat Butt, and we're at 126 now. I'm seeing some of these title name, these episode titles, and I'm like, we should draft the dumbest title, the episode titles that we can at some point. Uh my f my top vote is undead cloacas just because cloacas is not <laughs> the proper use of the word <laughs> do you, do you remember, remember how sad you were when you figured that out 
It's like oh, undead Cloakai yeah. or something. Yeah. But do you yeah. remember Mac and Cheeseulance? Because I saw that one the other day. I remember. And I'm like, I had to I remember. remember. I remember. I remember. All right, let's move to the mixed drink of the week. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. It's time for the mixed drink of the week. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I love that you got the fuck yeah slid in there before the music started. That was awesome. I almost, I almost fucked up. I've like never missed one. I almost fucked up. I'm a little stoned. Like, I almost fucked up. It's you know a, what it's else a, I, you know what else a, I love is how that's still, uh, that's still the DNR boys on that soundbite. That's on never that, gonna change on that button. Oh, I know. It's just so funny to hear immune go like, oh, "Fuck yeah, woo!" At the end, yeah. I just love it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Shit. What was I gonna? doesn't matter so it's the mixed drink of the week and before we get into it i just want to remind everybody to please only partake of the mixed drink of the week or any alcohol for that matter if you're of legal age or legal whatever to do so furthermore we are not responsible for any stupid shit that may befall you as a result of your own stupid shit all right so we have been turning races into mixed drinks as in these are heritage drinks. Last week, I hit everybody with the first one that was the Pandaren. This week, Bent is up and he has the Orc. Uh, Gershom, you wanna guess first what's in the- What or did I name the Orc though? Oh I shit, named I it last week. That. Oh I yeah, don't what remember. did you name it? Blood oh. and Thunder. That's what yeah. Yeah. Oh, damn, I wish I'd thought of that before I thought of my I didn't really have a very good idea. Okay, so I want to ask, and if you don't want to give me the hint, you don't have to. Is this like gross? Is this like a prank drink, or is it? No, like, well, it's no, no, it's something I would drink. Okay. So the blood and thunder. Okay. And I have drinking it before. Okay. Oh, so this is like something that exists out in the world already. Okay. Um, the blood and thunder. It's gonna be. See, like you don't do tomatoes yourself. I'm thinking out loud here. Uh, it's gonna have, you don't like vodka. Okay, it's gonna be, these like whiskey, some kind of whiskey, cause it's like dirty. And then it's gonna have, like the orcs are just dirty-ish, even though I love them, that's just how they are. Um, so like a little bit of whiskey, maybe a little bit of hot sauce of choice. Um, and maybe like, coca-cola that doesn't sound very good though no i don't know i'm just yeah just do that i guess i don't know i wish i had better thought for those okay boy we want to guess um i'm guessing it's some amount of jack mixed with blue mountain dew and grenadine as in the blood is the grenadine and the thunder is the blue mountain dew even though that's more lightning and the jack is just because jack is awesome uh alright. So Wooly, you had a, the right idea with the blood. I didn't go for what you suggested and Gershom, you were you were thinking about it the normal way I would do it, but you still got it completely wrong. Um so what's in it? Uh it's one part Mountain Dew Code Red, one part um regular vodka. Um I use Smirnoff. Um one part uh, orange juice, one part uh, pineapple juice. You, I don't know if they have them in Chicago or where you guys live, but 
in the grocery store, there's like juice that's like half pineapple, half orange, which I just used the yeah. whole thing of that. Um, I also used Everclear in it, and I also put Bacardi 151 in. So back in college, this is <laughs> basically we dumped all this into like a trash container. It was called a bleeding orgasm, but I repurposed it and used it as a uh, blood and thunder. That sounds like a serious motherfucking drink. It really sounds like something that'll do it's you. It's really like good. It. It's really strong. Um, you don't fucking say with Bacardi and I mean with 151 and Everclear in it. It almost sounds like caribou loo. With like all the rum and the it's almost like a stuff. it's almost like a jungle juice yeah huh well are you drinking are you still drinking these days are you adult coring or i'm still adult coring hard so no but i've i've i haven't had it in a while but it's definitely something like i think if you can't make one of them and you can't make it just for yourself it's more of like a like if it's you're a having like a, yeah like if yeah. you're having a pre-game it's really like good a tv con you should do that yes yes okay we'll just buy a big Brand new, clean trash can, Wooly. Don't worry. <laughs> so, are you drinking it now? No, I'm not. Well, if you were, me. what we would have said is over the lips, over the lips through the gums, through the gums. Look, look out, out look, asshole. Okay, trying to sync stuff over Discord doesn't work very well. But yeah, what she said. Yeah. So next week, Gershom is up. Uh, you claimed you, the troll ahead of time. Um, I think we should enact a rule that individually we can't do the same faction twice. Uh, for neutral races, I guess that means you can't pick the other neutral race twice. I don't fucking know. Um. So, like, we, we all, so, like, he and I picked horde races this time, so next time we'd have to pick, like, an alliance yeah race and okay. then i guess i'll I have to pick either horde or alliance because i did the pandas do you have a name in mind for your troll drink next week um i think what's that um the you said something about like berserking right like i wanted to go with that like the berserk or berserkers rage or something because they I had that, that spell yeah. that rate that racial thing about berserking yeah, we'll just call it, like, the Berserker Rage or something. Berserker Rage, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's go with that. Cool. Otherwise, Props, I was going to... Thanks for throwing me the name. <laughs> no problem. Otherwise, I was going to suggest just the Dark Spear tip. But, um... <laughs> oh, my God. Now I want to do that. <laughs> oh, no. The tip of the Dark Spear? The tip of the Dark... Okay, let's change it. Let's change it. <laughs> We're doing this live, guys. The tip so we, of the dark spirit. Oh, you wanna, you, so like Gershom would have to come up and give you one of those awkward out ass out hugs. We're on the porch, and then you're like, "Are you gonna kiss him? Are you not gonna kiss him?" And then it's like, "Sir, do you why come, is your penis?" Do you want to come? Do you want to come inside and you know just play just the tip, just nice to see how choice. it feels, just to see how it feels. Sorry, that's from Wedding Crashers. I don't know if anyone remembers that. <laughs> just the. Tip of Dark Spear tip. Oh my god, that's hilarious. That's kind of like what did in fucking Vol'jin, except it was like a Legion tip. Like he got fucked by a demon tip, and that's why he died. Yeah, that must have been it. He orgasmed so hard he died. 
He had a bleeding orgasm after he got shoved in the chest by a demon tip. There it is. All right. Every week, I wonder what weird shit is going to come up during the show. And I'm never able to guess what would what it would be. Vol'jin getting fucked to death by a demon is not what I would have thought. I don't think that was on his uh, checklist for that year either. I don't think he wrote uh, that down. I don't think down. it was. <laughs> All right, let's move on to head of the class, our trivia section. Head of the class and eater of ass. Anyway, what is this? This is Head of the Class, Eater of Ass. This is the trivia section of the show. And no, you are not hearing things. The background music does cease from here to the end of the show. So, how this works is one person asks the other two trivia questions. The other two answer in Discord DMs. If they answer correctly, they get a point. If they don't answer correctly, they do not get a point. In order to win and be considered head of the class or eater of ass, depending on which you think is the winning title, they have to get 7 out of 10 questions correct. If they both do and they tie, they just tie. If neither of them do, then the uh, question asker wins and is head of the class or eater of ass, depending on what you think is the winning title. So this week, Bentolis is up for trivia, and he has brought us Void Lord slash Old God trivia. So anytime you want to take it away, sir. All right. So the first question we have for the Void Lord slash Old God trivia is, what is the name of the Void Lord who conquered the home, real, home world of the other rails, Koresh? God damn what? it. Can you repeat it? You were breaking up really bad. I'm sorry. What is the name of the Void Lord who conquered the home world of the Etherreals, Koresh? If you don't know who the Etherreals are, those they're like those little broker dudes. Yeah, the Ethereal. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, those bandage those. man guys from Burning Crusade. Bandage man guys. Man, I don't fucking know. Throw away guess because I don't even have the slightest clue. All right, you are both incorrect. Uh, so Gershom said Bandage Man, and Wooly said Meemaw Flaps, which is the name of Flurpee's monk. Uh, those are incorrect. The actual answer is Dementius the All-Devouring. God damn it. I'm going zero out of ten, dude. Like, this is going to be so hard. <laughs> well, I you don't mean- I disagree, because I think this next one is right up your alley. Um, so the next question is, what is the main connection between the Void Lords and Sargeras? Um, just looking for basically like what's their connection? Like how are they related? That's wrong. I don't know if I'm right or wrong. So Willie, I'm going to give you the answer because you are correct. You just said Sweet. it in a, in a really roundabout way. Um, Gershom, you were close. Um, the answer I was actually looking for is um, the Void Lords are why Sargeras decided to uh, betray the Titans as he viewed a universe that has even the potential of a world soul being corrupted by them um, was too dangerous. And that's why he began destroying all the worlds. He saw like a vision of, you know, what the Void Lords could do to one world. And Willie, to your point, you know, he was just like, well, the, even the possibility of this is happening isn't worth it. We need to burn everything. How I wrote it was, he wants to defeat them by destroying everything before they can. Bit of an oversimplification. No, that makes sense, though. It's a good way to say it. Um, all right, the next question. Which old god is specifically associated with the Well of Eternity? And then 
give you a hint, I am not talking about the sundering, the events there. I'm talking specifically about the will of eternity. I'm teetering between four different answers. Fuck, I can't remember the name. You don't want to spin anything? You don't want to take a guess at one of the, one of the four? I'm trying to 25% remember. 25% chance. <laughs> May as well no, go No, I know for what it. one I want to say. I just don't remember their name. I feel stupid. I should remember that. So, Willie, you said Nizoth, who is the old god you're thinking of, and Gershom, you said Yogg-Saron. You're both incorrect. It's your shark. Oh, that I was almost said the... that, and then Me deleted too. it, and was like, no, that's too easy. Oh, no. I was, I was thinking, no, that's the Shah. That's, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Because I always think about um, Yogg-Saron being, uh, this is, like, really, really esoteric and weird that I even remember it, but way back on an old Marley Gray, when Jen explaining some of this stuff he basically said like why would the titans bury or like shit where they eat like why would they bury yogg-saron like in their house you know and i was like oh shit freya olduard that was my train of thought but i was wrong well it's good you have those thoughts because the rest of my questions will get you there so um the next question i have for you guys is in wow canon um there's only one old god that is considered dead and who is that so the rest of them were, you know, they, Blizzard has not confirmed or denied if they're still alive. Um, but there is one specifically they confirmed that is dead and will not ever make a return. I thought they were all dead. That's what Zalatath said. She's the harbinger, though. She's going to deceive. Again, you guys said the same answer. Uh, it's not Sathun, and it's not Nizoth. It's Yashar. Oh, okay, this is silly because I'm like, he's not going to have the same answer two questions in a row. What we oh, were no. there? So your share is your share was ripped out of Azeroth, yeah, and, 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 and the, and the aftermath the of it, they had. That's why the Titans had to create the Well of Eternity because it left this giant arcane surge in the middle of the map. That's why they created the Well of Eternity. That's what the Shaw is too. Like all that nasty shit crawling around on the ground, like inking around and looking all nasty. That's literally like pieces of him. It was, was Amenthal, right? Amenthal went and like ripped yeah. him out of the ground and made Azeroth almost like bleed out. Like How it's so dumb. I know the whole dead. story and then I get the fucking question wrong. I'm so stoned. Oh my God. And then the last question is why after Yashar did the Titans decide to imprison the old gods on Azeroth rather than just destroying or removing them? Wait, what? Last question. Aren't we on like five? It's I did. So I did like questions that all were kind of related to each other. So questions number two, uh, number one and number two were standalone, but like three, four, and five here were, were kind of together. Okay. Can we repeat it? Oh, sorry. Um, the question was, why after killing Yashar by removing him from Azeroth and spawning the Well of Eternity, why did the Titans change their strategy and started imprisoning the old gods on Azeroth rather than destroying or removing them? Yes, you guys are correct, because the Titans realized that by removing them, it would do too much damage to the Azeroth and would destroy her. So it was the only way that they could contain the old gods while still pre preserving um, Azeroth's slumbering soul. Yeah, and then the risk of removing them or banishing them, they just, with the chances of them returning in any way. So imprisoning them yeah. was like a guaranteed win in that scenario, I guess. Correct. I'm still really confused. How's Nazoth not dead? Like, we went up in his head and stabbed his brain to death. 
talk to the developers. They never confirmed he's really dead. I think dead. it just means like canonically, right? Yeah, canonically, there's yeah. no confirmation that he's dead. It could have been, you know, a lot of people seem to think he has, you know, whatever happened at the end of Night Don't they all just go back to like the Twisting Nether anyways? Or is no, that um, or? That's fell. That's fell magic. This is void. Oh, stuff. those are demons. Okay. However, yeah, nobody says they didn't just revert to the void or, I don't know, Zareth Voidius or whatever. I don't know. Um, all right. So, next questions is six, seven, eight. These guidance are going to be kind of uh, related. They're, well, they're related, and these should be, I think, pretty easy for you guys. Um, so, the next question is, which old god is best associated with the War of the Shifting Sands? You are both correct. I got two right. We're not zero for ten. I'm so excited. <laughs> so after after six rounds, it is Wooly who has three and Gershaw with two. Neither of us uh, can win. Yeah, you guys can't win, but you can beat wait, each other. Wait. Seven, eight, nine, ten. If I get the next four correct, I could technically. Not going to happen. Eh, you never know. Uh, the next question. Which old god is best associated with Uldar? Correct. Both, both of us said Yogg-Saron? Yeah. Nice. I don't farm him anymore. I should go back and try that fight again, because I used to struggle on it, but I'm pretty sure by now I could just go in and punch him in the side of the face or something. See, I remember uh, that one because of Serenite, and it's fucking everywhere. I have to... You know, it's been years since I did it, not to side rail us completely here but i think i was having trouble like him like sucking my mind power and like i just couldn't get around like fast enough to all the tentacles it's been a long time though i don't know it was but i it's probably worth a revisit because i haven't farmed it in a long time that's where you get memoron's head right yeah what if yeah. you mixed serenite and azurite would it explode i don't know uh question seven though uh which old god is best associated with the emerald nightmare I think this is eight. Or sorry, eight. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Emerald Nightmare, old god. Yeah. So Gershom, I can't give you points. You are incorrect, but you are kind of right. But that's not an old god. See, I was thinking that. I'm like, is that even an old god? So when Willie answers, I'm dying to know the answer. So <laughs> Willie got it correct. It is Nazoth. You said Ilganoth. Nazoth is what the answer is. Okay. See, I was thinking Elganoth whispers, of course, and I was like, "That does sound like an old god name," and I can't even remember all the old gods. So I was like, "Oh, I'll just throw it out there." But isn't Elganoth kind of like a general, like a really high general of the old gods, he's or something, something like that? He's like a big eyeball there in the middle. Of yeah, his... he's like he's like a prophet, I think. Something. Yeah, I just remember his big old ugly eye sticking out of like the weird trees, the bloody Dude. trees, and the yeah. That fight was a pain in the ass because shit had to die in the exact right spot and it just, ugh, fuck off with that. It, like in LFR specifically, people just killed shit before it was in. Um, next question. Old God directly associated with the Sundering. This is why I wanted to specify between the Sundering and the Well of Eternity. So that should be a hint for you guys. I got a 75% chance that that's wrong. Well, 50%. So, Wooly, you were wrong. Uh, it Damn was it. Nazoth again. Gershom got it correct. Nazoth was the one whispering and flipping out when Deathwing put a thing to... Uh, when Deathwing kind of fucked up his plans of being summoned in with Sargeras. Was that in the game, though, or is that more in the book? Because I knew it from the book. 
Um, the game doesn't really, it just specifies a Void Lord, but the book makes it very clear it's Nzaki. Yeah, it's one of those weird canon things, but like book, no book. I know we do book questions, though, most of the time, sometimes, though. Because it was that more about, even... like, the manipulation of the mind than it was anything else, which was Nizoth's, like, specialty. So was it Nizoth, then, that, just Nizoth, not all the old gods, then, that corrupted Neltharian? Pretty much, yeah. Well, shit. He was the one mostly responsible for the whispers. Like, obviously, he was more susceptible to it with the old god's influence, but Nizoth well, is the one really, like, whispering and telling him what to do. So, like, canonically, and I think anyone who plays the game for, like, five seconds knows that Deathwing became prey to the whispers because he was, like, in the deep places and he was deep inside the earth and stuff. Was he only hearing their whispers because the Titans had buried them down there anyway? And so the Titans' plan sort of backfired? Is that, like, how that happened? Was Nazoth buried under the ground as well? I think it was just more the Titans looked at it as kind of like, we either going to have the risk of things being corrupted here. I don't I don't think they went as far to say, like, oh, shit, like, maybe we shouldn't bury these in Earth. I think it just kind of developed. And I mean, I... No, that's what I mean, though. It's like, that's how... It was just by... It was kind of like a bad twist of events, then, that that happened to him. Yeah. Because they the planted them the down ground. there millennia ago and way before millennia before even the dragons. And then dragons were millennia ago, but then he got down there and he started hearing... I, I don't even think the Titans know that Deathwing was corrupted by an old god. They might have yeeted off way before that. I mean, I, I suppose by now they know every... I don't know. We're all being fed all their fluoride water bullshit anyways. Fuck them. I, I just that. think it's absurd. Absurdly stupid that what got him to, gave, to give in was imprisoning one incarnate. Really? That was your breaking point? Uh, I wouldn't think it was that. I think he was always kind of, like, stuck with the whispers. I think when he was trying to fight the incarnate, though, like, because he was fighting someone where he couldn't just smack, I think he just, like, lost control, and, you know, he just got addicted to, like, the power they provided him. I don't know. It was, I do gotta um, admit, like... Oh, the sorry, gauntlet broke. The gauntlet broke, so he he lost control over the Drakthi, and I think he kind of panicked. Yeah, he just did what he needed to do to fix the situation, and I think at that point, you know, he kind of knew what was going on, right? So he was just like, fuck it, I'm all in. Fair enough. So we um, got one more question, right? Yep, and the last question I have, describe the creation of the Naga. Yep, I'll give it to you, Willie. Sweet. Basic summary. Yep, you both got it. Uh, so it was it wasn't soldiers though; it was like handmaidens, uh, and it was the highborn. But yeah, essentially, what happened was the sundering happened. They all got drowned because they stuck with Ashara, and then Ashara made a deal with Nazoth, where um, they turned into our servants for exchange. They had to pick up the neck. We both got that one. Right. Harken back to the Warbringer cinematic, y'all. That shit is still so good. I might go it watch is. it right now after we hang up. So good. <laughs> Oh, it looks like Gershom, you had a total of, you guys did much better in the second half. It looks like you got five, right? Maybe, hold on, one, two. That was four. I counted yeah, you got five. five right? Nice. And then Wooly, I have you down for three, four, five, six. Wooly, seven, yep. so you actually won the game. You won wow, the table. No, cool. I didn't Good get job, seven. I only got six. Oh, no. Really? Yeah, you got. Yep, he got. He got actually the one. He changed. He answered the Zoth for almost all the old gods except for the one. <laughs> Dude, you have a one in four chance. I mean, what are you gonna do? I asked, <laughs> I started I guess, doing that a little bit. I was like, mm. <laughs> like I process of elimination. Times. Like I'm taking. I'm taking the WoW SATs over here. I'm just like, well, it's definitely not those two. <laughs> 
the only old god I didn't guess at any point was Yashar, Yasarj, or however you say it. And Yagi, I said once, and then Cthulhu twice. Otherwise, it's like... Did no. you just call him Yagi? Yagi. That shit is happening, dude. I love that. That <laughs> love was that what name. my uh, guild in Wrath called him. Nice. Well, Bent, you won. Are you the eater of ass, or are you head of the class, man? I'm gonna do both. You're gonna I want. eat ass and be head of the class? Yeah, that is your right. Hey, your girl's got that uh, promotion coming up. You gotta... You gotta go all in, dude. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, what of our what are our final thoughts today, y'all? Mine is I love the description of the ethereals as bandage man guys. I'm gonna write that. I honestly can't even think of a. Oh my gosh, I spend all day thinking of final thoughts. Normally, I don't have one. Maybe come back to me in a second. I don't know. Bent your final thought. Everything is a simulation, is what it seems. Oh man, I'm I'm in the hospital for mental health. The, I'm joking. In a place that smells like ass and crayons. What the Chocolate fuck? Crayons they had like the old ass. people session and then the toddler session, like right after. That's what happened. That's my final thought. See, like that that hallway that I walked down. That's an administrative hallway. There's no like patients and shit down there. I go down there oh. and then I take the elevator. <laughs> I don't know why that hallway smells so bad, but it does. Dude, it's like when Jesus Christ comes back to Earth, the thing I'm going to ask him is like, why do all old people homes smell exactly the same? Like y'all ever been to one retirement home? You've been to them all. They smell like this weird industrial floor cleaner. Like why is, is it really just the the brand that everyone uses? Is that possible? To be honest with you, it probably is. It's it probably, probably is. It's probably Saturday some kind of huge corporate have. national contract for like simple green. And they just sell their shit to like every single retirement community in America. Probably Procter Gamble or Johnson Johnson. Yeah, like some, yeah, totally. <laughs> so weird though. But in Wooly's case, it's Crayolas and Poo Poo. I'm changing. Sounds more like a daycare thought. than a mental health facility, but I don't know. You got me thinking about old people, so I'm changing my final thought. My final thought is when I'm old as fuck and I'm laying there in a bed about to die, I want my last words to be for the horde. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and get on out of here, y'all. Uh, feel free to follow us in the social places. I'm at Wooly08, two O's, two L's, and a Y. On Twitter, Instagram, and Blue Sky. Gershom is at Hunter Gershom on Twitter, blue, Twitter and Blue Sky. That's G-E-R-S-H-O-M. And at Hunter Gershom on Instagram. That's G-E-R-R-S-H-O-M. Bent is at Bentolis underscore outlaw on Twitter. B-E-N-T-O-L-A-S. And, of course, the show is at Thralls Balls Pod on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Blue Sky. Can't say how active we'll be on most of those, but trust me, I swear it's something I'm working on improving. I'm coming up with a plan. Feel free to email us. That email is thrallsballspodcast at gmail.com. You can go ahead and leave us a review in the Spotify Q&A, which is specific for each episode. So if you go back to an old episode and leave it, I might not see it. Uh, or you can leave one in iTunes. Fun fact, we have no reviews from iTunes. You could be the very first. Two other ways to leave us a review. Go to thrallsballs.com and you can submit one anonymously. Or you can find the Join Discord button. We have a separate channel specifically for reviews. Anyway, that's going to do it for us, guys. Bye. We love you. Be good. Bye, swingers. Later.